اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم قال ہی سر الم ڈ ناٹ نوربک وی ریز یو فی نا ان اس ولی دا ایز اے چائلڈ ولبست اینڈ یو ریمینڈ فی نا ان اس من عمرک آف یور لائف آف یور ایج سینین ایئرز میننگ یو ریمینڈ امنگ اس فار ایئرز آف یور لائف And now you come and challenge us like this. Look at the response of Fir'aun. Instead of listening to the request and responding to it correctly, he taunts Musa a.s. Reminding him of his past. He says, أَلَمْ نُرَبِّكَ فِينَا وَلِيدًا نُرَبِّكَ from the word تَرْبِيَةً رَابَ وَاو تَرْبِيَةً is to look after, to raise, to train, to rear, to educate, to make someone grow. So tarbiyah is the training of a child and not just training for a particular profession but the daily you know, looking after a child. And that involves feeding the child, clothing the child, keeping him safe, so on and so forth. So alam nurabbika fina walida And walid is used for a newborn child, a little baby. Meaning you came to us as a baby and we raised you. And وَلَبِسْتَ فِينَا مِنْ عُمُرِكَ سِنِينَ You've remained among us for years of your life. Sinin is a plural of sana, years. And it is said that at least 30 years, Musa a.s. must have lived in Egypt. Why do we say 30? Because 10 years, he lived in Madian as a shepherd. Because we will learn inshallah in Surah Al-Qasas about how the father of the two girls, he said to Musa a.s. that if you stay with me for 10 years, I will give you one of my daughters in marriage. So basically, the mahar that you have to give to my daughter will be what? That you have to stay here for 10 years. So Musa a.s. he stayed for 10 years. That means he was 40 when he was returning from Madian to Egypt. And at 40, we learned that the prophets are given prophethood. So 30 years of your life, O Musa, you stayed with us, Fir'aun is saying. وَفَعَلْتَ And you did. فَعْلَتَكَ Your doing, your deed. أَلَّتِي Which فَعَلْتَ You did. وَفَعَلْتَ فَعْلَتَكَ الَّتِي فَعَلْتَ Beautiful. I mean, the rhythm is beautiful. Fir'aun is again taunting Musa a.s. He said that you stayed with us for 30 years and then what did you do? Your deed. You remember your deed that you did? And notice how he doesn't mention what the deed was. Rather, he's just emphasizing the deed. You did the deed which you did. Meaning, we don't need to say it. You know exactly what it is, and I know what it is. And, you know, if I let it out, then what's going to happen? If I say it, you're going to be embarrassed to even hear about it. What was this deed? The murder. Now, فَعْلَهُ فَعْلَتَكَ فَعْلَهُ فَعْلَهُ is a deed which was done only once. So your one-time action, done once only. وَأَنْتَ مِنَ الْكَافِرِينَ And you were of the kafirin. O Musa, you were a kafir. What does he mean by that? Kafir as an extremely ungrateful. Look at how much we did for you. And what did you do in return? You murdered one of us, you were such a rebel, and then you escaped, you fled. Now imagine, if you were in that situation, what would you do? Run away. Or just pretend like you never did anything. Defend yourself with lies. Is there an exception of lying in this case, we wonder? Huh? What does Musa a.s. say? He said, فَعَلْتُهَا I did it. 
He's admitting, he's confessing over here without getting angry, without getting defensive. He says, فَعَلْتُهَا I did it. Even then, وَأَنَا While I مِنَ الضَّالِّينَ Of those who were ضَال Yes, I did it, but at that time I was ضَال Who is ضَال? From ضَلَل ضَلَال ضَلَال is misguidance. And it doesn't just mean deviation, like for example, the person is not upon the truth, and he has deviated from the truth, he's misguided as we understand. Balal also means being unaware, being lost, not knowing what to do. Think about it, if you're driving, and you're following your uh, Google Maps, okay, it's directing you where to go, and then you enter a particular zone where there's no 3G or whatever, you have no internet, What's going to happen? What's going to happen? You're going to be lost. You could be driving on a highway, and if you don't know which exit you're supposed to take, how long you have to go, what are you meant to do? You're going to be lost. Are you to blame? Is it your fault? Are you guilty? What's the problem over here? What's the reason? It's because you are unaware. You don't know where to go. So he says, I was of the dal, meaning I did not know what to do in that situation. Or rather, when I hit that man, when I struck that man, I was unaware of the consequences. Musa salam, when he hit that man who was in that quarrel, he didn't do it with the intention to kill. Correct? So, ana min dalin, meaning I did it in ignorance. This was unintentional. I didn't know about the consequences of that strike. Now Musa salam admits his mistake and this is best. That when people remind us of our past errors, then what is it that we should say? Yes, I did it and I didn't know at that time. Many times it happens that when you try to tell somebody about something good, they look at you like, seriously, you're telling me? Do you remember what you used to do? Do you remember what you did? The fact is that none of us is perfect or is there a human being who is perfect? Is there a human being alive today who is perfect, who has never committed a mistake? No sin at all? Nobody. No matter who it is, they will commit mistakes. Isn't that so? So Musa salam being a human being, of course, he committed a mistake. Now when people remind you of your mistakes and you have repented from them, you don't need to get defensive over there. Simply admit, yes, before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also, what do we do? وَاَتَرَفْتُ بِذَنْبِ I admit my sins. You see, there's two things. One is that you go and tell everybody, by the way, FYI, I did such and such in the past. No, you don't need to do that. Alright? The other is that if that sin is disclosed and people find out about it, and they ask you, did you do it? Now at that time, you don't lie. You understand? So we don't need to publicize our sins. But if they do get exposed, then we must confess if we are asked. We should not lie over there to protect our sins. Because if we're lying, what is that going to lead to? Greater problems. More sins. That sin was first of all a sin, and then lying is also another sin. So, فَعَرْتُهَا إِذَنْ وَأَنَا مِنَ الضَّالِّينَ فَفَرَرْتُ مِنْكُمْ Musa says, فَفَرَرْتُ Then I fled. I ran away. Firar, farara, to escape. I ran away, minkum from you. Why? Lama khiftukum, when I feared you. 
Meaning I ran away from Egypt to Madian because I was afraid of you. I did not expect justice from you. And besides, I was at fault, but the mistake was unintentional. Again, what do we see over here? The honesty of Musa salam. You see, the more honest you are, the more confident you'll be. What makes us nervous in front of other people is what? Our own shortcomings, our errors, our faults. So when you come out clean before another person, clear before them, that okay, this was a mistake, yes I did it, then your relationship with them will also be good. It will be a strong relationship, a healthy relationship. So he says, فَفَرَضْتُ مِنْكُمْ لَمَّا خِفْتُكُمْ فَوَهَبَ then he gifted, he granted, leave for me, Rabbi my Lord. My Lord granted me hukman, wisdom, waja'alani, and he made me min al-mursaleen of the messengers. Notice how over here he says, Allah granted me hukum. What does hukum mean? Prophethood. Wisdom meaning prophethood over here. So Allah gave it to me, and this shows that prophethood is granted by Allah. No one can attain the level of prophethood. You understand? A person cannot say, I'm going to become so righteous, so righteous, so righteous, that Allah will have to choose me. No, no, no. The Prophet ﷺ, Muhammad ﷺ, last messenger, see of the prophets, no prophets are coming after him. Anyway. And the prophets of Allah, remember they were all chosen. فَوَهَبَ لِي رَبِّي حُكْمًا وَجَعَلَنِي مِنَ الْمُرْسَلِينَ In other words, this is Allah's favor on me. وَتِلْكَ نِعْمَةٌ Musa a.s. goes on. He says to Fir'aun, and that is a favor. This is a favor. Which favor? تَمُنُّهَا You remind it عَلَيَّ on me. Meaning, you remind me of it. He's telling Fir'aun that this is a blessing that you're reminding me of. This is a favor that you're reminding me of. What favor? That you raised me. Because what did Fir'aun say? أَلَمْ نُرَبِّكَ فِينَا Walida. So Musa says that this favor that you're reminding me of, and notice the word tamunnu from the word man. What does man mean? To show kindness, and it also means to remind of favor that was done. So you're reminding me of this favor. Why did you have to do it in the first place? An, that, meaning because, abbatta, you had enslaved Bani Israel, the children of Israel. Meaning, why was I raised in your house anyway? Why did you have to look after me anyway? Because you were killing my people. If I had stayed with my family, I would have been killed. So the fault is actually yours. So Musa a.s. is basically telling Fir'aun that you remind me of favors that you have done to me. Have you seen your crimes? You remind me of my single accidental murder. Do you remember all the deliberate murders that you have committed? Do you look at your own self? What does it show over here? Two things we learn. First of all, about Musa salam, that how his past mistake is not weighing him down. It's as if when he spoke to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's as if he felt that that burden was off him. The thing is that sins do burden us. Our past mistakes, they do burden us. But remember that we don't need to be prisoners to our past mistakes. We need to Free ourselves. And by freeing ourselves, I don't mean don't care about the consequences. No. How is it that we free ourselves from our past sins? How is it that we free ourselves from guilt? How? By seeking forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, until and unless you forgive yourself, 
You cannot feel free. And if you're not free, you cannot be confident. If you're not confident, you cannot be productive in life. You cannot do what you're supposed to. You will always be held back. So we see this confidence of Musa a.s. Secondly, we see over here about Fir'aun. That how he is, the moment Musa a.s. shows up, instead of listening to what Musa a.s. had to say, he is, he is making him feel guilty, making him feel bad. And at the same time, he's forgetting his own sins. And this is something that we need to remember also. We are very quick at picking the faults of others, the deficiencies in others, the sins in others. But what we really need to do is look at our sins. قَالَ فِرْعَوْنَ فِرْعَوْنَ said, وَمَا رَبُّ الْعَالَمِينَ And what is this Lord of the worlds? You see Fir'aun, he's changing the topic over here. Why do you think he's changing the topic here? He was speechless. He didn't know what else to say. Because Musa a.s. had completely refuted him. Fir'aun tried to come down on Musa a.s. saying that, Oh, we raised you and look at what you did. And Musa a.s. said, Have you seen what you've done? So now Fir'aun looks like the bad guy. So now he changes the topic. He brings about a new problem, مَسْأَلَ jadida. He says, وَمَا رَبُّ الْعَالَمِينَ And what is this Lord of the worlds that you're talking about? What exactly is He? Because Fir'aun had claimed to be God Himself. أَنَا رَبُّكُمُ الْأَعْلَى So again, he's looking for something by which to overcome Musa a.s. And in particular, we see that by asking this question, what is he doing? He's trying to instigate. First of all, he's trying to make Musa a.s. angry. And secondly, he's trying to make the courtiers you know, feel angry with Musa a.s. He's not really seeking answers. قَالَ But Musa a.s. What does he say? He says, رَبُّ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ رَبُّ الْعَالَمِينَ You ask about him, well, alameen, it's obvious. What does world mean? Worlds, universe. So if you don't know what universe means, then well, he is the Lord of the skies and the earth, وَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا And that which is between them two. إِن كُنْتُمْ مُقِنِينَ If you should be convinced. Meaning this is the reality whether you believe or not. مُقِنِينَ is a plural of مُقِن. Who is مُقِن? One who has yaqeen. What do we see over here? How Musa a.s. is focused on the message. How he's calm. Like we learned in Surah Al-Furqan about Ibadul Rahman. وَإِذَا خَاطَبَهُمُ الْجَاهِلُونَ قَالُوا سَلَامًا So Fir'aun claimed to be God. And Musa a.s. response is a refutation of Fir'aun's divinity. That you say you're God. Well, I'm talking about the Lord of the worlds, of the skies, of the earth, and whatever is between them. And you know very well, O Fir'aun, that these existed before you. So how could you be God? Qala, Fir'aun said, Liman to those who hawlahu around him. Now he doesn't respond to Musa a.s. He's addressing the people who were in the court. He says, Ala tastami'oon? Do you not listen? Do you not hear? Meaning, did you hear what he just said? It is as if Fir'aun is inciting them to respond to Musa. But it seems that everybody is silent, mesmerized by the speech of Musa a.s., listening to Musa a.s. very carefully and attentively. Now, many times it happens that in an argument, a person does not respond to you, they're not talking to you, but they're talking to other people about you so that you get mad. Sometimes it's in a debate, sometimes it's in a small argument that could be in the house, in the family. That for example, the husband is angry with the wife, instead of saying something to the wife directly, he says to the children. Mostly it's the other way around. The wife is angry with the husband, 
And she won't say anything to him. She knows that he's sitting in the other room. And she's throwing the dishes and banging everything. And he's wondering what's going on. And the children are shocked also. What's wrong with our mother? Why is she acting crazy again? It's like an indirect message. So over here, Fir'aun is also sending an indirect message. He is inciting the people who are listening, who are watching against Musa And he was feeling worried that if they keep listening to Musa, they're going to be affected by him. Because the proofs that Musa is presenting, they are too strong. قَالَ رَبُّكُمْ Musa ignores what Fir'aun said. And he goes on saying, رَبُّكُمْ رَبُّ الْعَالَمِينَ is your God. وَرَبُّ أَبَائِكُمْ And the God of your fathers. Which forefathers? الْأَوَّلِينَ The first ones. Meaning even if you deny, He's still your God. Again we see the focus of Musa how he's ignoring the mockery of Fir'aun. The indirect sarcasm or whatever it is, he's ignoring that completely. Because how often is it that you get the opportunity to speak in the court of a king like Fir'aun? How often is it? It's a very rare opportunity. So Musa is very careful over here. He doesn't get agitated. He doesn't get angry. He doesn't get emotional and defensive. He's very focused on the message. And this is what we need to remember also. You know, many times we get distracted distracted by such comments or such feedback or such words that people are saying. And if we get all emotional and angry, then shaitan has won basically. We have failed because we were not able to convey the message. Just think about it. Anytime you're watching some live news show and they have somebody come in and present their message in like two, three minutes, who's more effective? People who get all emotional and defensive? No. People who speak clearly, ignoring, ignoring whatever it is that they don't like, focused on the message. Because they know that they have only two to three minutes. So, قَالَ رَبُّكُمْ وَرَبُّ آبَائِكُمُ الْأَوَّلِينَ You know, Imam al-Shafi'i, he said, that, لَوْ اِشْتَرَيْتُ الْبَسْأَلَةً لَمَا فَهِمْتُ الْمَسْأَلَةً That if I start buying onions... I would not be able to understand different matters. Imam al-Shafi'i was a scholar, not just of fiqh, not just of language, not just of tafsir. He was a great scholar. And how is it that he attained such a great level in knowledge? How? Focus. Focus. So much so that he was a student of Imam Malik. And he studied from Imam Malik for many years. And when he was leaving... To go to another teacher, Imam Malik, he gave him money. Can you imagine a teacher is sending his student to another teacher? What do you expect over here? Some jealousy or anger. How dare you leave me and go to somebody else? But this shows that Imam Shafi'i was so focused, so skilled, that Imam Malik was happy, his teacher was happy that, okay, you have more opportunities to learn elsewhere, go, and I support you. This is how focused Imam Shafi'i was. And this is what we need to develop also. Focus in whatever we do. Qala, Fir'aun said, Inna rasulakum, indeed your messenger, alladhi ursila ilaykum, the one who has been sent to you. Lamajnoon, surely he's mad. Now he's trying to insult Musa a.s. to get him to stop. Now what Musa a.s. said was the truth. Wasn't it logical? Wasn't it logical? The description of God that Musa a.s. gave, that doesn't it make sense? It makes total sense. It's correct. 
So why does Fir'aun call him mad? Because Fir'aun is feeling threatened. He's feeling threatened that the people are going to get affected by the speech of Musa and they're not going to listen to me anymore. And the fact is that people were getting affected by the speech of Musa a.s. And we see this in the Qur'an, in Surah Al-Mu'min. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that there was a rajul mu'min. Who was he? The believer who? كَانَ يَكْتُمُ imanahu. He was hiding his iman. And he was min ali fir'aun. He was from the people of fir'aun, family of fir'aun. So he was in the court related to Fir'aun and he believed in Musa salam in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He was so affected by the speech of Musa salam but he concealed his iman. Why did he conceal his iman? Because of the oppression of Fir'aun. So Musa salam what does he do? He again ignores Fir'aun. Qala, he said, رَبُّ الْمَشْرِقِ وَالْمَغْرِبِ وَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا He is the Lord of the East and the West and that which is between them. إِن كُنْتُمْ تَعْقِلُونَ If you were to reason. Fir'aun called Musa salam Majnoon. Musa salam says, Do you even understand? You're calling me Majnoon? Have you seen your own state? Do you understand? Do you rationalize? Do you use your own mind? Again we see Musa a.s. He is not affected by the mockery, by the accusations of Fir'aun. If somebody called us mad, what would we do? Just imagine, if somebody called us crazy, what would we do? Hmm? We would really become crazy. Isn't it? We would literally go mad. You see, it's amazing. It's as if Fir'aun had you know, buttons. You press this button, he gets angry. You press this button, he gets very arrogant. You press this button, he gets you know, very emotional in this way. And Musa a.s., it's as if he's in control of himself. So people are like this. Some people, they have buttons all over them. You know, a child will come and throw a piece of garbage and there the mother blows up. Blows up. The husband is two minutes late. And she's sad and depressed as if her husband has abandoned her. Huh? Literally, it's as if we are being controlled by other people's actions. Always reacting, reacting. Fir'aun is very reactive. And Musa a.s. is in control of himself. Fir'aun says, Qala, he said, La'in, surely if, ittakhazta, you take ilahan a god ghayri other than me, if you dare take a god besides me, la'aj'alannaka, surely I will definitely make you minal masjunin among those who are imprisoned. Masjunin, plural of masjun, from the word sijin. And what does sijin mean? Prison. And masjun is the one who has been imprisoned. And at that time, a person who was put in prison, why was he put in prison? To just rot there until he dies. You see like Yusuf salam, when he was put in prison, he remained in prison for many, many years. Was anything going on to get him out of prison? Nothing. Nothing at all. It was the dream of the king and the interpretation that Yusuf salam, had given to the person who was in the prison with him that brought him out of prison. Otherwise, amongst the Egyptians at that time, what was the general rule? Someone is put in prison, they stay there forever. They don't come out. It's a life sentence. So, لَأَجْعَلَنَّكَ مِنَ الْمَسْجُونِينَ What do we see here? Fir'aun accused Musa of being mad. And he himself went mad. Because Musa was patient. Why is Fir'aun getting so angry? Because his glory was crippling before him with the arguments of Musa So he's making a show of his power to regain his strength in this confrontation. 
Qala, Musa salam said, Awalaw, even if, jituka, I come to you, meaning I bring you, bishayim mubin, with something manifest, meaning will you put me in prison, even if I show you a proof that is very evident, that is very clear, showing that I am not lying. I'm not making all of this up. It's as if Musa is saying, come on, hear me out. I'm not done yet. Don't be so hasty in making your decision, in throwing me in prison. Just let me tell you. Just let me show you. Now what do we see over here? That when Musa went to Fir'aun, did he show the miracles right away? Did he? No, he didn't. It's as if he kept the miracles as a backup plan. That if a conversation with Fir'aun doesn't work out, then as plan B, I will use the miracles. I was thinking if any of us probably were in the place of Musa what would we do? Before we walk in, throw the stuff. You know, let it turn into a snake before us and then we walk in. No, Musa doesn't do that. Because it's possible that people are afraid of you because of your loud voice and because of the way that you're walking in front of them, but they hate you from inside. They completely disagree with you on the inside. It's quite possible. Right? And many times we see that people get others to do work. How? By force. But those workers, do they really love those whom they're working for? No way, they hate them. So many times we see that children, or for example teenagers, when they're forced by their parents to do something, they do it. But how do they do it? How do they do it? Happily? No, not at all. They're doing it by force. So Musa salam he first convinces Fir'aun and his people with arguments, with proofs, with logic. When that doesn't work because of the arrogance of Fir'aun, then Musa salam shows the miracles. So Fir'aun said, Qala he said, Fa'ti bihi. Then come with it, meaning bring it. In kunta sadiqeen if you should be of the truthful. Meaning if you're really truthful, then go ahead, show me your miracles. فَأَلْقَى So he threw, meaning Musa salam threw عَصَاهُ his staff. فَإِذَا And suddenly, here it was, ثُعْبَانٌ mubin, A serpent that was manifest. ثُعْبَان is used for a snake, but not just any snake, gigantic snake, huge snake. You see, some snakes can be very small, thin, very miskeen looking. Alright, and other snakes, I mean, you just look at it and it's frightening, scary. So Thurban, and not just Thurban, but Mubin. What does Mubin mean? Clear. Meaning the staff turned into a snake, and it was clearly a snake. It was obviously a snake. Why? Because it was moving, it was alive, it was evident that this was not a trick of the eyes, it wasn't just a stick, it was actually a snake. Like in Surah Taha, Ayah 20, we learned, فَأَلْقَاهَا فَإِذَا هِيَ حَيَّةٌ تَسَّعَى Musa threw the stick and it turned into a snake that was tas'a, running, moving. وَنَزَعَ And he drew out, pulled out. يَدَهُ His hand. فَإِذَا Then immediately, here it was بَيْضَاءُ White. لِلنَّاظِرِينَ For the observers. Meaning all the people who were there looking, they saw the hand of Musa shining, shining, glowing. Now just imagine the snake and the glowing hand. The truth was quite obvious. Now the snake, you know, we're very impressed by the snake, the staff turning into a snake. But the glowing hand, 
Many times we don't even know about that miracle. Many people don't know about that miracle. And if they do, they don't understand why or how it was a miracle. The reason why it was a miracle is because Musa a.s. was dark-skinned. Did you know that? Musa a.s. was dark-skinned. When the Prophet ﷺ returned from Isra, he described Musa salam. He said, وَرَأَيْتُ Musa أَسْحَمَ Adam." In other versions, أَمَّا مُوسَى فَرَجُلٌ آدَمُ جَعْدٌ In other versions, فَقَالَ مُوسَى آدَمُ طُوَالٌ كَأَنَّهُ مِنْ رِجَالِ الشَّنُوءَةِ Now, all of these various ahadith, they tell us that Musa was dark-skinned, with curly hair, and tall, resembling the people of Shanu'a. Now, the people of Shanu'a, particular tribe, they were generally dark-skinned. The most fair amongst them was like a brown-skinned person. You understand? And the people of Shanu'a were not known for their, you know, like every people, every nation is known for, you know, they're famous for something. So these people, people of Shanu'a, they were not known for their beauty, but they were known for the nobility of their lineage. Alright? Nobility of their lineage. So, imagine Musa a.s. dark-skinned. Alright? His hand, the back of it is dark. He pulls his hand out and all of a sudden, it turns shining white, glowing. And in other parts of the Qur'an, we learn, min غَيْرِ سُوءٍ It wasn't white because of some disease, like leprosy or something. No. Because if you see a person who is dark-skinned, and then you see white patches on their body, what would you think of that? As an ailment, as some form of disease. So the hand of Musa salam, it's shining, it's white, it's glowing. What does that show? It's something extraordinary. This is not something normal. This is not just the trick of the eyes. It's shining. And then when Musa salam put his hand back, it turned back to how it was. So this was a miracle. قَالَ لِلْمَلَأِ حَوْلَهُ Fir'aun when he saw these miracles, he said to the eminent ones around him, إِنَّ هَذَا لَسَاحِرٌ عَلِيمٌ Indeed, this is a learned magician. Still, Fir'aun did not believe. Now Fir'aun is accusing Musa of magic. As if he's saying that magic is so bad, and he's just a magician. But if you look at the establishment of Fir'aun, what was that based upon? Magic. I mean, if he sent Hashirin to the various towns to call magicians, what does that show? Magic was very common. It was very common. And in fact... You know, in movies you see, like for example, a pyramid and people are trying to go into it and then what happens? Sand starts flying and beetles start coming. What are those movies? So whenever pyramids are shown, they also show strange things happening. Some scholars actually say that Fir'aun, you know, when these um, kings or important people or whoever it was that was mummified and his treasures were also buried, they also secured that place with magic. They secured those places with magic so that nobody would be able to go into those pyramids and steal their belongings safely. Right? People still manage to and they destroy their lives in that process. They get injured, they die, all of that. And also, I mean, if you look at the pyramids, how they are constructed, I mean, still we can't figure out how they did it. What technology did they have? So this is what many scholars say that perhaps it was the shayateen that Fir'aun used. So magic... Shayateen, all of this was very common in that time. And this is the reason why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him the miracle of the staff turning into a snake and the glowing hand. So, 
Again, he's accusing Musa of magic, whereas he himself promoted magic so much. So what happened? He said, إِنَّ هَذَا لَسَاحِرٌ عَلِيمٌ يُرِيدُ He only wants أَنْ يُخْرِجَكُمْ That he should expel you مِنْ أَرْضِكُمْ From your land بِسِحْرِهِ With his magic فَمَاذَا تَأْمُرُونَ So what do you advise? This was again a false allegation. Fir'aun is trying to make his people hostile towards Musa a.s. But it's amazing over here how he says, فَمَاذَا تَأْمُرُونَ What do you order? Fir'aun being the king, claiming to be God, is asking the mala, what do you tell me? Meaning, tell me, what should I do? Was he really a god then? No, he wasn't. Qalu, they said, his mala now are telling him, arujih, postpone, defer, delay. The word arujih is from the word irja'. Alright, irja'. And the ha at the end is of damir, pronoun, him. And arujih, it was basically arujihu. Now imagine if we had to say arujihu, it would be a little difficult. So this is within the Arabic language that whenever something is difficult to pronounce, it's made easier. Like for example, the word qala is actually qawala, because what's the root? Qaf wa'ulam. Now why say qawala? Simply qala. You understand? So arujih, defer him, put him off, delay. Meaning don't make any judgment concerning him right now. Put him off, don't give him any response, don't put him in prison, and don't even send the Bani Israel with him. Why? Because Musa has certainly left an impression on the people with these miracles, and we have to overcome these miracles. We have to show that we are stronger than him. If you put him in prison, then people will forever talk about Musa If you let him go with Bani Israel, that's not even an option that we're considering. So defer him, don't give him a response as of yet. And meanwhile, أَرْجِهْ وَأَخَاهُ And his brother Harun, وَبَعَثْ And raise, meaning send, فِي الْمَدَائِنِ In the cities, حَاشِرِينَ Gatherers. Madain plural of Medina, a city. From the root letters, ميم دَالْ نُون Tamaddana is to be civilized, and Medina is a place where people live together according to some law and order. So send in the various cities, حَاشِرِينَ Plural of حَاشِرِ Gatherers. يَأْتُوكَ They will come to you بِكُلِّ سَحَارٍ عَلِيمٍ With every Sahar who is Alim. Who is Sahar? A magician? This is not Sahir. Sahar. What does Sahar show? Expert magician. Exactly, Mubalagha. So not just ordinary magician, someone who knows how to perform a few tricks here and there. An actual magician, real magicians. And you see this, that there are people who just know tricks. And then there's people who actually perform magic. And their magic is not something small. It's serious. You know, like for example, they'll put a person in a coffin and they'll cut it. Literally. And person is alive. There's no blood dripping out. Nothing. I mean, this takes some expertise. A great use of shayateen in order to do such level of magic. I remember listening to one of the stories that one of the shayukh had mentioned about this particular magician who happened to be in a particular place and he was performing magic and basically what he had done was he had put lots of knives through his skin. Alright, knives and sharp things and he wasn't bleeding. Alright, and he was like this, magician. And everybody is like, wow, wow, wow. And there's a Muslim man and he started reading Ayat al-Kursi. And when he started reading Ayat al-Kursi, all of a sudden that magician started bleeding, bleeding, bleeding. He had to be taken to the emergency, everything had to be take, pulled out of him. He almost died. He almost died. Why? Because when the Muslim man started reading Ayat al-Kursi, all the shayateen ran away. And when they ran away, 
you know, that man was not protected against the knives anymore. So this is a great level of magic. So yatuka bi kulli saharin alim. We want the best magicians to compete with Musa. Fajumia saharatu. So the magicians were assembled. They were gathered together. Limiqati for the appointment, miqat waqafta, appointed time, meeting point, venue. Miqat is not just used for a time that is fixed, but also a place that is fixed. Yawman of a day that is ma'loom, well known. Meaning it's known on which day they should arrive and at what time they should arrive. What time was it? The time of duha, as we learn in the Quran. Which day was this? Yawmu zina. Waqila linnasi. And it was said to the people, هَلْ أَنْتُمْ مُجْتَمِعُونَ Will you congregate? Will you all come? So the magicians were invited to compete with Musa And then the rest of the people were also invited to watch the show. So people were told, هَلْ أَنْتُمْ مُجْتَمِعُونَ مُجْتَمِعُونَ plural of مُجْتَمِعُ اِجْتَمِعُ Congregation. So as if people were being told, aren't you coming? Come! Why come? لَعَلَّنَا Perhaps we, so that we, نَتَّبِعُ السَّحَرَةَ We follow the magicians. Meaning we will remain on the religion of the magicians in كَانُوا هُمُ الْغَالِبِينَ If they are those who are victorious, predominant. غَالِبِين Plural of غَالِب Who is غَالِب? One who has the upper hand in something. With غَلَبَة With power. So if the magicians are victorious against Musa, we will remain on the religion of the magicians. Let's listen to the recitation of these verses. Qala alam nurabbika fina walidan walabista fina min umurika sinin wa fa'alta fa'latakal lati fa'alta wa anta minal kafirin Qala fa'altuha idhan وَأَنَا مِنَ الضَّالِّينَ فَفَرَرْتُ مِنْكُمْ لَمَّا خِفْتُكُمْ فَوَهَبَ لِي رَبِّي حُكْمًا وَجَعَلَنِي مِنَ الْمُرْسَلِينَ وَتِلْكَ نِعْمَةٌ تَمُنُّهَا عَلَيَّ أَنْ عَبَّدْتَ بَنِي إسرائيل قال فرعون وما رب العالمين قال رب السماوات والأرض وما بينهما إن كنتم موقنين قال لمن حوله أَلَا تَسْتَمِعُونَ قَالَ رَبُّكُمْ وَرَبُّ آبَائِكُمُ الْأَوَّلِينَ قَالَ إِنَّ رَسُولَكُمُ الَّذِي أُرْسِلَ إِلَيْكُمْ لَمَجْنُونَ قَالَ رَبُّ الْمَشْرِقِ وَالْمَغْرِبِ وَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا تعقلون قال لئن اتخذت إلها غيري لأجعلنك من المسجونين 
سَحَرَتَ إِن كَانُوا هُمُ الْغَالِبِينَ 